Welcome to Game Moment, a collaborative storytelling collective building a world one game at a time. This week, we will be playing God Killer by Connie Chang. If you like what we're doing here, you can follow us on Blue Sky at Game Moment, where you can join our Discord. And check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash gamemoven. joking about the urge to hit the big red stop recording button i'm like i will kill all of you hey 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 that's rude <laughs> as shit hey that's rude as shit don't do that they wouldn't actually do it but like rob i don't care that we're cool i will kill you <laughs> i get it but murder. but also no yeah so hello and welcome to Game Woven, a collaborative storytelling podcast building a world one game at a time. I'm Priyana Jean, I've stolen the keys back from whoever had them last, and we're going to record another chapter of the God Potluck. And I have a special guest if you'd like to go ahead and introduce yourself. Sure, uh, my name is Chase. I am the DM and a host of the D&D Actual Play podcast, Another Path. And I am also a player on the Cypher System Actual Play podcast, Imprinted Echoes. So today we are going to be playing God Killer. Because of course that's my contribution to a, pan a series of Pantheon making games. For those who don't know, God Killer is a two-player powered by the apocalypse game written by Connie Chang who does a variety of amazing stuff just an amazing person in general highly recommend their show Transplanter which I believe is and it's got another campaign going on um, Chaos Protocol I still need to watch that one mm. I catch bits and pieces of that on TikTok actually Connie has a phenomenal TikTok presence Connie's just phenomenal in general it seems like it so, God Killer is a holy punk game for one player, the God Killer, played by Chase. Yeah, that's me. And one game master, who's me. I'll be playing the God and everyone else. Together, you will weave a mythic, violent, and transformative tale about a single mortal rising above the challenges of the divine. It's usually set in a place called Cradle, at least the first blood edition is, which is a post-apocalyptic fantasy realm where desperate deities eat each other for survival, power, and pleasure. Mortals toil under the thumbs of their god, consigned to a life of servitude, worship, scrounging for scraps of divine favor. We're obviously not playing there, because it's going to be set within the Game Woven universe. You can decide where that ends up being, but before we get into our setting... I have a thing to read from the first full page that is not the table of contents. And this is just called Gospel. I weep for you. I weep for the violence the gods will inflict upon you, and the violence that you will inflict upon the gods. I weep for the person you used to be before you 
emerged in a baptism of fire and blood, smeared in the viscera of a life you could have led, your hopes ignited on a funeral pyre. I weep for your mortal heart, entangled in a body, cursed with divine providence. I weep for your dreams. I weep for your home. I weep for your parents and the child they will lose. The cannibals are real, and your world worships them. They call them light and sound and water and breath, war and death and sex and drink, movement and flame, nature and destiny. These names, endless as stars, infinite as the bottom of sorrow. Gods. They will seek to use you in their game. You must not let them. For you are not the pawn, the worshipper, the sin confessed in darkness. You are not the witch, the heathen, the sweeping winds of change. You are not the beast, the gore, the horror lurking in the weld. You are not the revenant, the fury, the locks of hair from lovers lost. You are not the prophet, the reckoning, the greatest divinity of all. You are not the dancer, the novelty, the pretty animal in its cage. You are not the saint, the lamb, the tender set before the altar. You are one thing. And one thing only, you are the god killer, and the gods will taste your steel. So drink my tears, lover, and wet your cheeks with my blood. I have been awaiting your arrival for 10,000 lifetimes. I can wait for one more. The cradle will know your deeds, your sins, your trophies, your epithets. Your arteries will run gold with the name of every god you will kill. You will die, and your body will be interred in the parched banks of a dried-up river. Your enemies will weep, and I will weep, and you will finally rest. Because holy shit, that's one hell of an intro. <laughs> that's a lot. It's good. It's good. This game is a lot, but it, oh, it's so good. I've been wanting to run and or play this game since I heard about it. Mm -hmm. I'm so excited. So as I said, this is not going to be set in the world of Cradle. We are playing somewhere a little different. We're playing on a vast island that is the domain of a single god, the creator, known to few as Deantor. All who live there pay homage to this divine being, though few are chosen to come into contact with it. Recently, a new priest was chosen to become Scion, gifted with but a fraction of the god's power. Gifted with the ability to begin to create something of their own. It's a position that many coven. Many covet. I can talk. <laughs> Word, look, it's, it's, it's evening. Words are hard. Yeah, it's, it's fine. As long as I maintain most of my ability to speak, I'll clean it <laughs> look, up in post. That's what editing's for. Exactly. That's what I, exactly. <laughs> so let's just go ahead and chase introduce your character tell us a little bit about who they are and what they look like wilo is in their probably mid to late 20s due to the nature of their life the exact date of their birth is probably maybe a little muddled they're non-binary they them pronouns and they have been working in the service of Deontor for most of their remembered life. They don't really remember much of their life outside of the church. 
it has been in full servitude with a goal, a very specific goal. And it hasn't quite panned out for them. They're about just shy of six foot tall, fairly willowy build, and regularly clad in the robes of Deontor. They probably only have like maybe an outfit or two of, you know, quote unquote civvies at this point. But there's not really much there for them outside of what they have earned within the church. And you have been devout in following this god, but it wasn't enough, was it? It wasn't quite enough, was it? And as we first see your character, as we first see Wilo, they are covered in the blood of one they once considered friend. How long was it? after you found out that they were going to be Scion before you decided to fix that? Longer than most people thought, probably. I was always more devout. I was always more deserving, and they just walked in and got it. No, it it was about three weeks. There is a month delay between the pronouncement and the ascendancy. I couldn't let the other part happen. Yeah, at that point, they had a small fraction of the power, but you knew that if you waited another week, it would not be possible. So you're standing here in this private place where no one would have find the body and they are dead <sighs> okay okay move quick where am I I imagine you kind of led them off somewhere private out of the way somewhere not a lot of people go or know about mm-hmm under false pretenses of, hey, I need to talk about something, or mm -hmm. however you decided to approach, because you knew you would need to move quickly and you didn't exactly have time to hide the body afterward. Or probably not in Deontor's temple, but close enough. There are a few storehouses and whatnot off-premises that we used for sundry things, mostly excess food storage, like for a party that was coming up. This room already filled with wine is a perfect place to store more blood red things. Indeed it is. Wilo takes the body of their former companion and uh, moves them into a crate towards the back it's a messy job. It won't last under literally any scrutiny, but <laughs> by a sheer, like, a passing glance, that's all that there should be for the next several hours. It's enough. At least you hope so. <sighs> should is a powerful word. But so it is. Mm -hmm. So it is. 
as they put the body of their comrade into the crate. At that point, Wylo would kind of go through their pockets, see what they had on them, see what we can, if we can determine a next step from what was there. Part of me as I pull up the playbooks, I can figure out if there's a role for that. For sure. I have the book pulled up, just not the playbooks. Yep. I'm looking at the the mortal moves, which I think is what we're looking at here. They've got a, there is a PDF that has just all of the moves on there. I think the one that I might be going for is act impulsively or potentially feel someone or something out. I feel like feel someone or something out. The impulsively might have been more of the murder. You know, we did jump in after that one. And you know what? (laughs) That was a mixed success. I'm going to call it what it is. (laughs) Indeed it was. All right. So feel someone or something out when you try and feel out a person, place, or thing. Say with clarity what you want and answer one. GM will give you clarity and what you seek with the other. So I will go ahead and roll. That's an eight to start off with. That ain't bad. Very nice. And I guess, I mean, clearly, so my two questions that I can ask are what feels welcoming on the surface and what feels dark or unnerving when I peer deeper? And you know I'm going to be asking about what feels dark or unnerving when I peer deeper. Wylo's in their villain era. They did murder a person. Yeah, they did. They're having a day. This is... They're having their midlife crisis at, like, the quarter-life point, as you do. Mm-hmm. I'll say as you are searching this body before you shove it into a crate, you find a battered journal that you don't remember them carrying on them before. Hmm. As you remove it and look mm-hmm. through it, it looks like notes from previous scions about how to best build and maintain the connection with the Antor because yes, the temple's here but the god rarely is. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I can pull them down. I can work with this. Anything else? Part of it's what your friend would be doing on this night had you not decided they needed to fall they would be conducting an all-night vigil okay. at the first temple, which I don't think you... You might have heard that the thing exists. It isn't until now I'm looking in this notebook that you were able to find out where it is. <laughs> I'll get mine. Clearly. Clearly this is where this was heading. Wylo will pocket the book, seal up the crate. How far away is this first temple? You estimate it's a couple hours walk. Okay. Just a quick glance through the journal. Do I need any particular accoutrement to do this ritual, or is it just a go-to temple, hold vigil kind of situation? It's... Pretty straightforward, but also from the directions of how to get there, 
No one's finding that place on accident. Gotcha. Okay, I was just making sure I didn't need to go hit up uh, the fantasy Walmart or something before I went and uh, and did this. So you might want to go ahead and do additional preparations before people find out about the murder and notice that you're missing. Well, there's that. Yeah, Wilo will exit, close the door, and like lock it behind. Yeah, do what I can to lock down that storehouse as much as possible, and then immediately look for a water barrel to plunge the most of my body into. Yeah, you're a little obvious. Yeah, you know. Because I picture this is kind of like a deeply forested area, so I don't know how many water barrels you would see around, but you do know there is a small priestess temples. The priestesses are tend to be more focused on nature itself, but they do have areas where you can go get cleaned up because sometimes when you go out like hunting or gathering ingredients, you come back covered in blood or other mm. things. For sure. Yeah. Wilo will move as quickly and intentionally as possible to get themselves cleaned up. So you enter the temple, trying to beeline for the bathing area, and you see the priestess Shoshone looks up and says, Oh, Wilo, oh, what happened? Is everything all right? It's fine. Just had to help in slaughtering a pig. They bleed like a... Well, you know. <laughs> and immediately make for it. Wilo takes the water in their hands and anoints themselves with this holy clear water. <sighs> okay. Ugh. Hate when I need to do that, but duty calls. <laughs> How are things going here? Things are going well, just making sure everything is ready for the sentence of a new scion. It's always a very exciting time. Always. Always. No, it's been it's been a couple of years, hasn't it? Remind me again? Like six, seven, something like that? Yes, it has been some time. This was actually a rather short period between ascendancies. Really? Hmm. Yes. I wonder what our, well, new Scion's uh, uh, draw was to the great creator. Roll to connect with someone. Hmm. When you try to connect with someone, tell them something intimate and answerable. Uh, that is going to be a six. Which I don't think is going to do it. No. What happens when you fail those? Hang on. Moral moves represent your connection to humanity. They're a mixed bag, just like you when you engage them. You always take two steps forward and one step back. You'll gain knowledge about the world and overcome obstacles, but you'll also get hit with trouble. So to resolve a mortal move, you must fulfill a narrative trigger and choose one of two prompts to answer. One prompt grants an advantage, and the other furnishes a consequence. The GM will answer the prompt you don't pick. 
doesn't specify what happens when you... I mean, I think I just don't get any further information. Yeah. Remind me what the last question you asked was. What was it that actually drew the creator to the new Scion? Only the creator knows, young Wylo. <laughs> Only the creator knows. Only the creator knows. True enough. True enough. True enough. You know, it was just it was just so close to being me, you know. <sighs> there still may be another in your lifetime. Maybe. Maybe. You just need to be patient and remember to trust our creator. Indeed. I'll be seeing you. Go in peace. Wylo leaves and begins to make their way to this church in the woods. It's probably a couple places where you could stop and pick up simple stuff without getting asked a lot of questions, and you're now less covered in blood. Yep. Yep. I think Wylo would actually make their way back to the temple as well, briefly, to change into one of those very few pairs of civilian clothes. They'd pack their bag with their formal temple robes and, you know, a sleep roll, things like that. Things that they may need on the road. Mm -hmm. The kind of stuff that wouldn't be terribly out of place if it went missing for just a single night. Grab some rations from the mess hall and then head out of town and grabbing what they need as they take off. And you take off, leaving the temple and following the directions to this first temple. What else going through Wylo's head? Just a constant loop of betrayal. Wylo did everything for the creator. You know, when the time came for them to you know, eschew their vows of fealty and family, they did it without question. Everything was for the creator. And they had been in the service for well over a decade, with most of that time being spent with this, with the scion, with the sciency as their goal. And with little to no warning, it was taken away. Wylo was the presumptive next scion for most of the time that they were in their training. And then very quickly and very suddenly, this other individual, who we haven't named yet, and now it's feeling like it's a thing. Do we want to make that a thing that we have not named this person? There is a running thing in Game Over where we don't name things. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, that'll be a thing. You know, this other person came in out of nowhere, and they were chosen out of nowhere. And that sat poorly with Wylo. I imagine you're also remembering the first time you came to the temple when you first joined the service. They were... 10-year intervals. The first time at the main temple, Wylo was 
maybe five. You know, they were with their parents and, you know, it was a big day. First time going to church and like, you gotta, you know, gotta sit still and, and pay attention and learn about the creator. It's a moment that Wilo thinks about a lot because 10 years later, when they eschewed the vows of fealty and family, their family was not impressed. They forsook their family and to date have not seen them since. They refused to go back to the main temple afterwards and Wilo doesn't know if they even continue to go to their own home temple. They are unable to look up any information about them being forsworn so. They truly gave up everything to get this position. And now they really only see this as the next logical step. As you take this path, occasionally having to stop and like figure out what the directions mean because it's not like like a hand-drawn map i mean there's there's a hand-drawn portion but there are also notes on like signs to look for because you see pieces of created things that have probably been here longer than your people have have worn down to nothing one day they will be turned into a new creation it just hasn't happened yet Mm-hmm. You're walking through the pieces, stewing over how unfair this is. Part of you thinking of what you could do with this place if you were just given the chance. You're following these directions. Takes time. Probably have to stop and backtrack a bit because you missed something. Spend several minutes staring at a tree, trying to figure out if it's the tree in the description or if you're just wanting to think that it is. And I think after a couple of hours, you start noticing that some of the older creations, some of the created things, are starting to show like cracks and wear in ways that you haven't seen happen before. I think you might actually see one of them crack slightly as you get close. Wilo would approach and kind of put their hand on this cracking stone. I didn't believe it. But it can break. Looking at this you know, this shard or, you know, the, the these fracturing stones. Can I see, like, a piece that I could potentially take with me? Potentially, yeah. I imagine I kind of pictured it was a statue in particular that you went up to. Excellent. I think Wilo would reach up to, like, a, a forearm with a hand and just pull it down. It's difficult but it does break and you also see where your hand had touched on the statue um, it's like a faint red hand imprint like it recognizes the blood that you washed off <sighs> we see each other then good enough good enough Wilo will 
take the stone forearm and fist and put it through a belt loop and continue on their way. So you continue. It's probably starting to get kind of dark at this point, but you know you're close and you just see like there's a note about something of ask the earth and it will show you the way. Well, I am a priest and I know but one way to ask such a thing. And Wilo will fall to their knees, their hands next to each other, and, you know, will stretch their body out prostrate on the ground and will just whisper into the earth, Mother Earth, Seat of all creation. Guide me, please. I think this is probably pray for guidance. Yep. It is. Hey, on the table. Helpful. That is going to be a 10. Oh. I answer one and then you answer one. That's how these are supposed to work, apparently. Yeah. Hmm. What kind of God answers my prayers? I don't think it's Deantor. Uh, is that how I pronounce that? Yeah, Deantor. Yeah. I don't think it's Deantor. I think it is It is truly a God of, like, fertility and the earth. It is not one that is worshipped regularly on the island. Probably not. As far as you know, Deontor is the only god of this island because Deontor created this island. Right. Brought it up from the earth so the earth is still part of it. The ground itself, the god of that, is still there. Mm-hmm. And as you pray... You hear this rustling sound, and as you look up, you see that some, like, vines and leaves have been blown out of the way, and you can see created stone. It's a building nearby. Hmm. Thank you. I will remember this going forward. Kisses the ground, stands, and will move towards this building of created stone. So you head towards this building, and as you approach, you trail your fingers along the stone. You know this is the first temple to Deontor. To think they were going to keep this from me. What are some of the things that Wylo was hoping to create? Wylo was hoping to connect people better than they ever have been before. The, uh, I was about to say cities on the island, but calling them cities is charitable at best. Wilo grew up in a fairly well-off home. They wanted for absolutely nothing, and one of the things that they got that not a lot of people on the island did get was perspective. They were able to travel. Wilo's parents were traders, and had command of a couple of sizable ships and 
were among the few that actually got off the island and saw some of the rest of the world. And Wilo, even from a young age, realized that that was a privilege that they were offered and very few people would understand how good that was for them and for pretty much everybody else. Or, well, and how good that would be for everyone else. Wilo's goal was to help connect the people of this island to the rest of the world and to each other. Population centers are relatively small, even around, you know, the central temple, you know, the biggest place ostensibly, a couple hundred people, you know. Yeah. Um, the island may may hit like 10,000, maybe, but probably not. So the idea of becoming or allowing more people to live in greater unity, that's what they were going for. By the torches, someone else over you. They did. You might be starting to wonder if maybe Deontor's been holding the people back, trying to keep them contained and stuck in a certain way. Because when you traveled... You might have seen, like, I say advanced technology. That's a very relative term compared to you. Yeah. Like, cool magic. Magic and, you know, technology, like you said, that we just don't have on the island. That, you know, efforts to bring it to the island are shunned. Yeah, there's just so much potential out there, but... But we are restrained. Yeah, Deontor does not allow such changes. No. But so it is. And that's going through your head as you step into this temple. And I feel like some of the architecture and the designs and the artistic motifs are similar to what you've seen in the bigger temple. But this is more of... It's smaller. Mm-hmm. The size of a decently sized apartment, maybe, like someone's kitchen. It's modest. Cozy. If you have, like, five people in the main room, it might get a little snug. Mm-hmm. Looks like there's, like, benches along the wall that are still mostly intact where people can perhaps sit and pray or sit in contemplation. And there's also a room farther back that's closed off, it looks like. That would be reserved for priests or however they called themselves. Well, I may not be Scion, but I'm definitely still a priest. And Wylo will move to the back, probably keeping an eye out as they move back. Just trying to see, you know, if there's anything else to be concerned with here. I'd like to reveal something out. Give me the roll. Well, that's a five, so that's a good start. And this one, that's a three, so an eight. Nice. So for the one that I will answer here, what feels welcoming on the surface? I think you're 100% right. Like, this building screams of everything that I am familiar with back in the main church. 
you can draw a very straight line from what has become to what clearly was. And there is something comfortable about that. It's familiar. Yeah, but not too familiar. But what feels darker unnerving when I peer deeper? As you approach this door to like a inner sanctum, mm-hmm. essentially, you get the sense that there's something in here that has not been beheld by human eyes in a very long time, if ever. And as you get your first look in, you can see signs of a skeleton. Someone died in this room. Hmm. That surprises Wylo. Where is the skeleton? The room you're going into is pretty small. Four feet deep. Oh, wow, okay. So, basically a closet. Yeah. Kind of big closet, but... Yeah, no, it's a walk-in. It looked like someone was standing close to the door, but for something about, like, the way that the head is turned, it looks like they looked back at something and then died where they stood. And these bones are old. A final lesson. Forward. I'm not seeing anything other than skeleton, nothing that they seem to be carrying or anything like that. You see kind of like towards the back, there's like a little stool almost. And it looks like there might be something around that. Okay. Wylo will enter the room, shut the door, and move to that stool. I kind of want to have a roll, but I don't know what. I mean, <laughs> I'll go back to the first thing. We could either... It, 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 how impulsive is this? You tell me. As you go towards the obviously probably very bad for your health to look at thing. Yeah. Yeah, that, that, this feels impulsive. What emotion's driving you right now? Desperation. Absolutely desperation. Wylo has been moving forward in this path for about as long as they can remember. And, you know, there is a new flavor of urgency here, but this is all a part of the same string of actions to them. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it never should have gotten this far, but should is a powerful word. And here we are. So yeah, I will roll to act impulsively. There we go. That is going to be another eight. Actually, part of me realizes I don't know if you actually have to roll for the mortal moves. I think it just happens. Oh. Because I was looking at the divine moves. Hey, we're learning how to play this game, folks. Exactly. You... No wonder I couldn't find what happened on a partial success. That makes sense, because I there's no there is no success. It's only the divine moves, which I we may have to you may have to tell me when I enact my deity, uh, my divine, because typically my divine is supposed to be enacted by interacting with a mortal. And I'm not sure how many mortals I'm going to be encountering, unless we want to 
finagle a way for me to expose the cruelty of the gods um, at a distance, but we can get to that when we get to that. Okay, so no, um, we'll just act impulsively then. (laughs) Always a good idea. The advantage that I seize is that seeing that something happened to this other skeleton, I am prepared for whatever is about to happen. I am not going to be taken completely by surprise. What trouble hits you hard and fast? As you step forward to see what it is the person died looking at, you do see something, and like it fell on the floor behind the stool. It might have been previously like affixed to the wall in the past, and fell, which and fell off. Mm-hmm. And you could tell this thing is divine. It has a strong connection to Deantor, who, now that this has been discovered, and you're still alive, knows that something has happened. Wilo moves to this deeply divine object and will, without thinking, pick it up. That is impulsive. I'm not going to make you roll again, though. Well, yeah, I mean, we don't roll. We don't roll for these. This is what we've learned by reading. Yeah. It's fundamental. And also it helps when you do it when you're not sleep deprived. Fair. Because that's when I read the rules, and that's on me. I read them a couple times, and I still can't remember shit. That's why I copy-paste stuff. Um. Legit. So, yeah, uh, that's another impulsive action. The advantage I seize is the thing on the ground. I now have something that is clearly powerful, powerfully divine. So, what trouble hits me hard and fast? What trouble hits you hard and fast is that this is a shard of the first stone ever created, the first thing that was ever created, and it needs to be used. Oh. But you know Deontor will not stand for you using it. If this is this powerful, you can't even begin to imagine how powerful Deontor's become since he created this. Okay. But this is perhaps the only thing that can unmake a god. Wilo realizing the scope of what they are holding nearly drops it. Doesn't, but nearly. What is it shaped like? Is it like a shard? Is it like a like a like a rock, like a big old like garden rock kind of thing? Is it sculpted in some way? I kind of pictured um, something like thin and flat, kind of like a flagstone. Sure. But maybe like smoother yeah. along the edges. So I swear I'm trying to not make this a dragon scale. That's the image I have in my mind, except for it's not a dragon scale. I'm trying to not shove dragons into everything. I just like dragons. Hey, no, hey, look, hard same. I get it. Wilo will take the piece of forearm stone from out of their belt and take a piece of cord from out of their pack and literally fashion this first stone into an axe with the other with the other stone oh that's that's brilliant okay okay now you just have to find them well I know one way to get their attention. 
Okay, we're going murder champagne route. Okay. No. Well. Oh. Not initially. Because there is supposed to be a vigil that would be held here. Oh, yeah. And I have a book that would tell me essentially the best way to go ahead and how to get in contact with Deontor. Presumably, presumably, this ritual was supposed to be one of those things. <laughs> no, here's a better idea. Because it's like, it's not guaranteed. Like, it's, I, I'm guessing this journal is very flowery, and especially with the trouble that I had getting out here. Well, also, it's um, someone trying to give written directions of, like, there's a statue that looks like this, or a tree that looks like this. It, they, they did their best. Right. So, Wilo takes their new axe and goes outside, and they're, this is still a pretty wooded area, right? Mm-hmm. It's the height of winter as well. You know, we had talked about that this kind of has a... The countryside has a bit of a Scandinavian feel to it. So Wilo was going to take this newfound axe and go chop down a couple of trees. Okay. And assuming I can just do that, they will gather the firewood. Like, they break down a couple of trees into firewood and are going to start a forest fire. Okay, that's... Apparently just a thing on game over now. The reason, so you as my GM understand the method to my madness here, mm-hmm. I want to do two things. Because in the long walk that it took a while to take from the, from the city to out here, they are now growing more and more convinced that the reason they were not selected is because that their ideas were is that Deontor is trying to suppress these people. Mm-hmm. That's, it's the only, it's the only thing. It's the only possible explanation. So it's time to show these people exactly who Deontor is. And it's time to show Deontor exactly what they're dealing with. So the idea with the forest fire is I'm not trying to literally burn down the forest. I'm trying to draw people from the village out here. And I am trying to draw Deontor to their temple. You could also try and draw Deontor toward to the main temple where people will already be gathering. That's true. That's true. I could do that. I'll say as you were like chopping down firewood to create this bonfire, thinking through like the best way to show people that their god doesn't care for them as much as they think he does. You see another figure just, like, passing by through the forest, and you recognize her as Lotharis. She's a thief. Lotharis? Oh, hey, what are you doing out here, Lila? What are you doing out here? I'm at a temple. This is normal for me. Wait, seriously, there's a temple? When 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 did that get here? remember it was covered before so oh yeah yeah I think it's the first one so it's been out here longer than any of us but what are you doing out here I was just out for a walk going to check on stuff see if there's anything I could collect and like take back to sale also I 
heard about the Simon thing. I'm sorry. I know you wanted that. It's... Maybe it's better this way. I'm worried. Deontor's been acting oddly as of late. And you know how tough it is for him to rock my faith. Yeah. I didn't even know you could waver. Oh. Alistair, don't Alistair. do that to me. Alistair. Al hey, Alistair, we don't need that attitude. <laughs> Would you like to connect with Letharis? Yes. I think what common ground we share is I think they also have a wavered faith. I think something has happened in their life that maybe they think Deontor isn't all there that's cracked up to be. Yeah, I think so too. What still divides us? Letharis has always been of the mindset that you make your own fate. Mm -hmm. So, while she likes likes you like as a person, and she admires your devotion, she's always questioned and never understood the degree to which you never wavered. Sure. You gave everything for this, and she's... I mean, I told you, probably should have had a backup plan. The church doesn't really allow that kind of thing. But I may have to make my own here. And I'm working on it. Need any help with anything? Or anything I should stay away from? Stay away from downtown tonight. It might get a little dangerous there. I'm seeing weakness. A weakness that Deontor shouldn't be... Sh Let me show you. And... Wyla would take Letharis back to the statues that were crumbling. That they pulled the hand from. Things that were created by Deontor are perfect, or are supposed to be. But out here... The cracks are, they're just evident and they're spidering. If Deontor, I'm sorry, do we, what are pronouns for Deontor? I've just been using he. He, okay, yeah, cool. Just wanted to double check that. If he had the power that he claimed, shouldn't these statues still be perfect? Now you see, Letharis looks shocked by this because you imagine she's passed by these many many times to get to her various different places she has all over the forest where she hides her shit mm -hmm. so what are you going to do and I think in this moment my divine trigger happens because my divine trigger as the devout is uh, happens when I expose the hidden cruelty lies or manipulations of a god to the mortals that worship him and as there are no other gods on this island Letharis only has the one to worship yeah so what does this look like when my divinity takes hold I don't know what does it look like it is a 
like a subtle orange brassy glow about them. I think it is it is a quiet eminence that you really only see kind of like around the eyes. Very much around the eyes, maybe at the tips of the fingers, really anywhere that the body has a crease to it. So maybe around the mouth and the ears as well. But they just seem to kind of leak this brassy light. Lotharis takes a step back, but it's mostly in shock and surprise and a little bit of awe. There's not, well, a little bit of fear, Mm -hmm. but not revulsion. It's just more of she's never seen anything like this before. Sure. (sighs) Lotharis, what am I? What is this? <laughs> I don't know, but whatever that goes down, whatever you're doing, I'm on your side. <laughs> I think it's time to silence all some change. I think in a move that utterly shocks Latheris. Wilo goes in for like a like a hug. Like a big hug. And not like this is a hug. Like it it's that hug when it's somebody who you've known for a long time, but suddenly there is an extra emotion there and both of you are trying to sort it out. It's that kind of hug. Yeah. Brief squeak of surprise. <laughs> mm-hmm. Before she just kind of, like, rests her arms around you because she doesn't know what else to do about this. <laughs> they part. And I think there is, like, a small glow where, like, their bodies were touching on Latheris. And Wyla would look back at her and be like, you know, maybe you should come back to town tonight. Come with me. Let's see what we can do. Sounds fun. And Wylo extends a hand. And she takes it. And you start returning back to town. You have been listening to Game Oven. If you like what we're doing, please consider supporting us over at patreon.com slash gamemoven. Today's game was God Killer by Connie Chang featuring Brianna Jean as the GM and Chase from Ghost Light Media as Wilo, the God Killer. 